On this episode of Extra Shot of Leadership, we're wrapping up our discussion on positivity and negativity. We've had three more questions bubble up from those last four episodes, and we're going to answer them all right here. So let's go, Pepper. Let's go. All right, so what are the three questions, Kim, that we're going to talk about today? What do you got? The first one is, can you be too positive? So I want to hear what you have to say, Pepper. Can you be too positive? Yes, you can be too positive. I've worked with leaders, and I can see where if I have a question, I ask a specific thing, I want to know more about something, they're going to direct me towards their lens of positivity. And the way I think about it is, We're taking a walk, we're walking through a garden, and all they want to talk about are the beautiful flowers at our feet. And sometimes I'm like, hey, what about that weed? What about that weed? And they're like, no, 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 no. Don't look at those weeds. Look at the pretty flowers. Don't you recognize all these beautiful things going on? And I love that. I think that's fantastic. But if leaders only focus on the good and only focus on the flowers, Now their judgment, in my mind, goes into question because they don't have a lens that's balanced. They're not seeing the weeds. They're not seeing the opportunities for improvement. So yes, I'm coming in strong and I'm saying, absolutely, we can be overly positive. All right. What about you? What do you think? (laughs) Well, you know how hard it is for me to commit to this because I'm all about positivity. But if I have to land on one side of the fence or the other, I got to go with, yeah, you can be too positive as a leader. It's just kind of the same thing you said, because a leader has got to be able to assess a situation, a project, issues, potential things that might show up. And if your rosy colored glasses are going to prevent you from seeing something as out of scope, out of standard, out of policy or procedure, then, yeah, (laughs) that can get you into a lot of trouble. You're just looking for everything that's good rather than how can we improve? How can we get better? And it can have not only an impact on you as the leader, but it can also have a impact on the team that's not such a good one. Yes, the impact to the team. As leaders, we are influencing, we are training, we are coaching our employees on our team. What are we coaching them to see? So if I have my rose-colored glasses on, and I am constantly sharing that with them. Look at all the pretty flowers. Mm-hmm. What are they learning? Yeah, that's right. They're only seeing the pretty flowers, right? Yeah, it's good. It's amazing. You're doing perfect. You're doing wonderful. This is awesome. And I'll tell you, this is where back in our other episodes about negativity, you were very transparent. So I'm just going to go all in with a little transparency right here and just own it. Because I have been caught in that situation where I missed something because of my rose-colored glasses. And one particular story that comes to mind was when there was some data that I was reviewing. And I was looking at the data going, man, we're looking good up here. And so looking at all the positive data. And I was jazzed by it. And so I was giving some kudos to my team. And then we go into the boss's office and we deliver the data. (laughs) And the boss comes back with, "Uh, but look, uh, hmm, what about this? And so there was just a other lens that came in that was able to see an issue, an opportunity, someplace that we really kind of missed the mark and we needed to do better. We had to do better. I would have totally missed that if I wouldn't have had that conversation because my rose color glasses just kept going to all of the good things rather than the opportunity. And I would have missed it. That's an 
excellent example from the perspective of focusing on the positivity sometimes as leaders, overly positive leaders, that's where we might stop. Mm -hmm. We see the uh, positive aspects of something and then we don't dig a little bit deeper to think, are there things that we might want to consider a little differently or think about a little bit differently? And over time, if we continue to engage those rose-colored glasses too often, then all of a sudden people are looking around and they may question your judgment, right? They may look at you and go, oh, she's going to give us just the positive. Mm -hmm. We might not hear where some of those gaps are or some of those opportunities are. I think the other thing I would add here is when we train our teams to see the over-positive or see the positive only the minute you have to give some constructive feedback, ooh-wee, mm-hmm. that can hurt. It can sting. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, where's this coming from? Because all I've been hearing is awesome, awesome, awesome. You're great. Everything is rosy. That's right. I've seen it so many times, not just in the early career But I have seen it in people that have been in their career a long time. They want just the positive feedback. You can give me feedback all day long, but it better be positive. And so I just think back to this one situation where I was in where I was giving a little bit of feedback. And on the back side of it was just it wasn't even feedback. I was asking some questions, tough questions. And the tears start flowing. And I was like, whoa, what are we doing here? Because I'm just trying to ask questions so that I can understand And man, they were just not, they were not having it. They're not used to the toughness or the digging in a little bit or the, hey, what about? They just wanted to hear the rosy stuff. And so I think as a leader, if you're not helping your team see opportunities and where we can improve, consistent improvement or continuous improvement, then it can really jade a team to where we just we just really look at the positive stuff and that's the space we live in. We're just amazing. That's great. So first question, I think we both agree, can you be too positive? I might even reframe the question and say, are there implications to being overly positive? Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think we've already kind of dipped into our second question of what about that leader that is overly positive, can they be perceived as weak? What do you say, Pepper? Another good one. I think this is a very, very good question. Yes, I do think that they can be perceived as weak or fluffy Mm -hmm. or not seeing realistic things that are happening in the business or in their work environment. But here's my perspective on this. I love this question. And for me, it's I see positive leaders as tough. I see them as, let's go get it. Positive leaders, in my mind, they've overcome adversity, they've overcome challenges, and they now know how to harness their own internal thinking, their thoughts around challenge, and they stare challenge down. They look at it in the face and they say, bring it on. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to go. I've got the team ready to go. We are equipped and ready to take this on and learn something through this process. We're going to have things that we succeed in, and we're going to have some things that we fail in, but it's okay because we're going to come out the other end a little bit better, a little bit stronger, a little bit just wiser. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, well, I do think that absolutely there can be a perception of weakness, naivety, ineffective, out of touch, you know, all of that, laissez-faire. It's like almost people look at them as though they just don't have an edge. They just are not challenging themselves enough. I do think I completely agree with you that the whole 
positive leader has figured out how to make the most of some type of situation and how to deliver it. And so I think the key is a leader that has grown into a space where they are able to figure out what's the positive, what's the opportunity, and how to deliver the message. What's the message that you need to deliver at what time so that you're not seen as ineffective, out of touch, just don't know what's going on and just living in your rose-colored glass world? Yeah, for me, when I think about this and when I say toughness and I hear your perspective of of learning and and not resting on this, everything is great, everything is awesome, you know, everything is awesome from Lego. <laughs> when I think about this, I think about leaders with a positive perspective or lens They are always looking towards a solution. Mm -hmm. They're looking towards the future. They're looking towards how can we overcome this? How can we get through this challenge? That, to me, is a positive mindset. It's a positive framing of what's going on in your environment. It's looking past the barrier and not getting stuck on the barrier. Right. The negative-minded person gets stuck on the barrier And we talked about this in the last episode. They're going to worry about the next barrier or they're going to complain about the barrier that's in front of them. That's right. That's right. And so for those two different leaders, Pepper, you have a overly positive leader, an overly negative-minded leader. What do we do about those people? How do we help those people go from one side to the other? Or can you? Can you even switch? Can you switch the dial from I'm a negative leader and now I'm going to be a positive leader? Is it possible? So I think for me, it's that negative leader. They get caught up in the barrier. They're going to complain about it. They're going to focus in on it. They're going to worry about the next barrier. Positive leaders think ahead. They think about how do we get through this challenge or how do we get through this barrier? Right. So I think for me, what's kind of wrestling around in my head is what's the difference between the positive leader and the overly positive leader? For me, I think about that positive leader is the one that is trying to look at the situation and how do we move forward? How do we make the best of this? How do we? They recognize that there's an issue or an opportunity, and then they use that and kind of move the team, move themselves forward versus the overly positive leader never sees the issue, never sees the problem, never sees the opportunity because they're just, again, in the garden looking at all the pretty roses and the pretty flowers and all of that. They're just not having that lens where they're looking for what could be different. Oh, that's good. So I think we've been saying inject positivity, push positivity in your teams. You want to be positive. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, right now, what we're saying is, Ooh, but you can be a little overly positive. Right, right, right. I'm going to go back to when COVID hit, and this was just that perfect opportunity for that leader. When COVID hit, things were tough. Things were hard. People were worried about health, family, food, just all kinds of basic needs. and Toilet paper. Toilet paper and eggs. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so for a leader to pick up their pom-poms at that moment and go, look at this amazing opportunity we have in front of us to change the way we do business would just been a huge insensitive miss and missing an opportunity to connect with the team and not slow down and acknowledge that this is tough. This is going to be a little bit painful. And just kind of living in that space and meeting people where they're at for just a moment before you go into, all right, people, what are we going to do? How are we going to get through this together? 
That leader is the one I think I'm talking about with the overly positive leader. Context is important. Mm-hmm. When is positivity necessary? What is the difference between overly positive and just being positive, thinking solutions-oriented, thinking through barriers? This is a delicate balance for all leaders who are positively mindset just to consider and think about in their day, how they're leading with their teams, how they are training their teams to think, man, I like it. I like that kind of nuance between overly positive and positivity. That's awesome. All right. I've got the third question here. I want to know where you're at on, can you transition from being negative-minded to positive or vice versa, positive-minded to more critical, to more continuous improvement perspective? Mm. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Can we change how we think about things? Man, I I think outside of a complete miracle or some life-altering event that has truly changed someone, that is going to be a real tough change. So here I am with a big no. I don't think that you are going to be able to take that negative person or negative-minded leader and switch them over 180 degrees to positive. No, I don't. That's tough. That I would agree with you. Yeah, tough. Short of a miracle or some life-altering event, no. But I do think that if that leader can have some level of self-awareness of where they land on one side or the other, are they more positive or are they more negative, then they can have some little tricks in their pocket to help them go look at the other side. So that's where I landed, Pepper. What about you? What do you think? Yes, I am with you on this. Being negative lensed, I've been working on this for years and years and years. And all of the work that I have put into this and the thought I have put into this and the retraining and the reframing, I have not woken up one day and all of a sudden I'm like, pa-pow, I am now positive pepper. <laughs> it is an everyday reframing of how I look at the world. Mm-hmm. It's the words I use. It's listening to others who are more positive-minded. And I don't think I'll ever wake up and just all of a sudden be this positive person. And so I agree with you. I think leaders, we have got to sit back and say, where am I really on this continuum? Am I negative lensed? Am I positive lensed? Am I overly focused, positive or negative one side or the other? And then number two, I always ask that question, do I care? Mm -hmm. Does it matter? Mm -hmm. If I tweak this any bit, is it going to make my leadership any more impactful Will I have any additional success, my team, et cetera, while on the job, who I'm leading and who I'm influencing? I'm with you on all of that. All right. So since we both agree that, you know what, we're not going to wake up tomorrow and miraculously be less negative or more positive. <laughs> that's right. I and that's why, know we, what, that's why we balance each other out, right? That you, you're staying on one side of things, I'm staying on the other. And that's why we're a great team and we just balance each other out with this. I completely agree. I mean, there are things that I learn and I listen to and I'm like, oh, okay, now I like that perspective. It is very helpful. So I want to know what are some things that you would recommend? So give me something easy that I can go do. I'm I'm that leader that, yep, I'm overly negative, overly positive. I do want to become more effective. Give me two things I can do tomorrow. I think there's just one simple one that I would use. And this is what I do. This is what I try to help my my overly positive mindset can be uh, just ask myself some questions. 
What are some opportunities here? And just look, like going back to that data, look for where is there an opportunity in this data for us to improve? So what are some opportunities? What could we do better? What changes could we make for future improvement? What feedback might I need to give here? And how am I going to go deliver that message? That is the one thing that I would give to the overly positive leader. And then on the flip side, you know, is just the overly negative one. What are some questions you can ask yourself is what is going well? What did we learn? Who do I need to recognize? Something went well, so maybe I need to go recognize somebody for that. And how do I communicate what is going well? Ooh, woo-hoo-hoo. You've got some hot, hot questions. I love this. I was writing them down. You were fast and furious on those questions. Was it too fast? A little too fast. I want to go back to the overly positive. So what I wrote down was, what are my weeds? Yeah. What are the weeds? Where do I need to get those weeds out of my garden? And specifically what you said was, what's not going well? Or what is it that we have some opportunities Mm -hmm. here? The opportunity. Yeah. What can we do better? So what can we do better? What little thing can I identify and say, ah, I see it. I can see what I can do better. That's great. That's for the overly positive. Yeah. And then if you see that you can do something better, there's your opportunity for feedback. Don't miss that part because there's somebody that needs a conversation or maybe it's the whole team. There's a conversation when there's an opportunity to do better that needs to be had. And so what is it and how are you going to deliver that message? All right. On the overly negative, the question that I wrote down that I know myself I struggle with, it's that question of what did we do well? Yeah. It's a basic question. It's a go-to. What's going well? What is going well today? Who do I need to say congratulations, thank you, well done, whatever it is, what happened today that was the highlight that went well. That's right. And then figure that out. What did we learn? And how am I going to go communicate that to whom? Who needs to hear it, right? Does the whole team need to hear it? Does one individual need to hear it? It is don't skip the communication. Kim, promise me one thing. What? We are not Going to talk about positivity and negativity for at least, no, more. I don't know, six months. I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I feel like we beat this one down. We beat it down. Down. We have done the beat down. And listen, if we still have one listener out there <laughs> that is hung in there through this, God bless them. I'm yeah. telling you, it's nuts. <laughs> To the one listener who's still hanging on this positivity and negativity conversation, thank you. Thank you so much. Bless you. We know, we even feel how mm-hmm. arduous that this has now become. So thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging in there. Uh, we love you. We love you. But we can't handle any more questions about negativity. We can't take no, any more about negativity. About positivity. No, none of those. Hang on to them, and we'll come back to this in 2022. (laughs) We laid it all out. 2020, we're done. All right. It is time for the bottom line. Where you at? Are you overly negative, overly positive? Are you wearing your rose-colored glasses all day long? Self-awareness is key. Second thing, what we've talked about here is, does it make a difference? Do you want to make a change? If you want to make a change, overly negative, think about what went well. Mm -hmm. What went well and who you have to thank And also following through, Kim, I loved that you mentioned follow through and communicate it 
don't just stop there with a question. Go talk to somebody. Yeah. All right, Kim. So for the overly positive, what's the one question you would say? Start asking this tomorrow. What could we do better? What is the opportunity of this, whatever's on your desk that day? What could we do better? Who do I need to give that feedback to? And how am I going to communicate that? All right. Again, the connection back to communication. As leaders, we all know that's what we do. Communicate, communicate, communicate. So, Kim, I want to know what's going well for you. Uh, All right. What are the three things that are going well for you? I want to hear it. Man, (laughs) this is why I do this during my Bible study, because I have time to think about it. But let me say, if If there are three things going well in my life right now, I would say one is my friends and family, the connections that I have with them are just, they're getting deeper. My life has slowed down just a little bit during COVID. I have a little bit different lifestyle than what I had before. And so I'm able to use that time that I have to build back some relationships that I was maybe too busy for before. And so it just feels really, really good. And I just so appreciate the patience of those people like we're waiting for you girl (laughs) so I love that I would say my health is going well because again I have this different lifestyle and I'm able to get a daily routine going for my health and my husband has built out this wonderful gym in our garage so I have no excuse not to go down there and so I've been pumping the weights a little bit building some muscle and I feel strong I feel so strong and powerful right now just because of that Love that. Are you still drinking your celery juice? I am still drinking my celery juice. Now, I don't have it every single day anymore, but I do have it several times throughout the week, and I still thoroughly enjoy that. And then my third would be just, I am thoroughly enjoying having something else like this podcast. I know that sounds cheesy, but I really do. I am so thankful for this outlet that gives me joy and it teaches me things. I learn things and it just energizes my brain, my body, my day. And this outlet, finally being able to push through and carry out a lifelong dream for me is just exploding my brain with positivity. I've just, I'm loving that. So what about you? What are your three? My three, I am booming with confidence. Nice. Oozing confidence. It's all over the place. I think about myself a year ago, six months ago, my confidence has skyrocketed. I am comfortable articulating out loud, not just thinking what I think internally in my head, Uh but now I'm following through and saying things in a more public forum. Uh People ask me for my opinion, and I am comfortable giving it. And I just feel so empowered in that. And I am enjoying that. I love it. I haven't ever felt that in my life. And now having that for me, confidence is going well. Yeah, I've been seeing your your fire here lately with that. It's just, it's really, it's encouraging. And I'm thinking, can I do that? No, but I just love the way you are, you're engaged in it. You love it. I love it. I love it and I cannot get enough of it. I just, yeah, the confidence for me is is, is a highlight. Uh-huh. My other thing that's going well is just like you, having this outlet has been so cool and has created so many new ways of thinking for myself about myself. I'm learning so many new things, just mm-hmm. how you put this out there, just everything, right? But the highlight for me 
is the support from my family. Mm-hmm. My kids, they listen to every single one of these episodes. Oh, that's cool. And when I come home at the end of the day, I've you know done my day job. I come home at the end of the day. They've listened to it while they've had their day. And when I come home at the end of the day and they look at me and they say, hey, we listened to your next podcast, mom. <laughs> we thought it was great. I, I really enjoyed you. They'll give me something specific that came out of the podcast. Uh-huh. And I love it. Aww. My husband is all in on the support, too. Yeah. So just the support from my family to me right now has been incredible. That's cool. Can I just tell you how... It just warms my heart even to see your family. So they come in while we're recording and they just sit and listen to us and just soak it all up. I think that is just so cool because most of the time kids are going to be like, y'all are so lame. You know, who wants to talk about leadership? But they do. They just sit and watch us work. It's just incredible. It's incredible. And they are soaking up every part of it. They think it's the neatest thing. And the last one for me is connectivity. I am learning how to use social media right now. And I'm connecting with people all over the world, and it is fascinating. I've never done anything like that before. And listening and reading and learning from others and what they think about that's outside of development of people and leadership, yeah, that has just sparked my thinking, and my brain is exploding with information. And I just love connecting with others. It's been really cool. That is my other highlight for right now. That's awesome. It's just the building of relationships, more relationships. It is. It's a cool feeling when you have a new connection and you're like, okay, you and I kind of align. That's that's super cool. Yep. Hit the nail on the head right on it. All right. Those of you who are listening, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us, listening to this conversation. We have wrapped up positivity and negativity. What did you think? What did you try? Where are you? Overly positive? Overly negative? Are you balanced? What's your go-to? Let us know. Yeah, that's right. Connect with us on social media or hit us up at our email at heythere at extrashotofleadership.com. Then don't forget to share. Share this with other leaders. Share this with your colleagues. Share this with your friends because they're going to want to hear the same good message that you just got. And don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Push the subscribe button. And then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. And to find out more about Pepper and I, <laughs> all right, here I go. And to find out more about Pepper and I, check us Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. I don't know why. But that was good. <laughs> and then is this, this is where I'm going to do the connect with us, I think. Uh, okay, so I just said, uh, connect, right. connect, connect. Let's go, people. <laughs> and don't forget, share with your leaders. Share with your colleagues. Share, share, share. Oh, my gosh, Pepper, you need to do this part. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>